Hello, I'm Oliver Colling, and this is the My 70s TV Childhood Quiz. Hello again, and welcome back to the latest all-new edition of our quiz. We're going to bring you 20 questions covering all things TV-related from the 1970s, together with a few questions connected to previous episodes of our podcast. Before we go on to this week's questions, I have an apology to make. Several of you got in touch with me after the last quiz to remonstrate with or gently correct me as I made a bit of an error in one of the questions. I asked you who the host of Mr and Mrs was and gave the answer as Derek Beatty, who I personally will forever associate with the show. Well, it turns out that the reality is not as straightforward as that, as different ITV regions made their own versions of Mr and Mrs. So it turns out that whilst Derek Beatty was the host for the majority of episodes shown, there was also a version made by HTV, presented by Alan Taylor, and yet another version produced by Anglia, hosted by comedian Norman Vaughan. Well, what do you know? So if you included Alan Taylor and or Norman Vaughan on your answer, you can have a bonus point on me. If you're enjoying the quiz, let me know by leaving a comment on our blog at www.my70stvchildhood.com, emailing quiz at my70stvchildhood.com, or by sending us a message on one of our many, many social media pages. Now, grab yourself a pen and paper and get ready for our quiz. As usual, there are four rounds of five questions. It's just for fun, but please be as fiercely competitive as you want with your family and friends. Take a sip of your favourite beverage. As I'm recording this episode after the watershed, I've got a nice glass of Malbec this week. Mmm, delicious. Okay, here we go with round one. And this week, in a special round, we're paying tribute to the late Ian Lavender, who has recently passed away, in a round that we're calling Stupid Boy, with five questions connected to Dad's Army and Ian Lavender in particular. So here we go. Question one. In the famous episode, much quoted in the media, where the home guard have to guard the crew of a U-boat, who play the part of the U-boat captain? Question two. Ian Lavender was the last remaining main cast member of Dad's Army after the death of Frank Williams in 2022. What part did Frank Williams play in Dad's Army? Question three. Private Pike's mother was, how should we put it, very friendly with her lodger, Uncle Arthur, a.k.a. Sergeant Wilson. But what was Mrs. Pike's first name? So what was Pike's mother's first name? Question four. Pike had avoided being conscripted into the regular army because he failed his medical by being allergic to... what? So what was Pike allergic to which meant he couldn't be conscripted? And question five. Ian Lavender was one of the six cast members to appear in every episode of Dad's Army. Unsurprisingly, Arthur Lowe, John Lemazurier and Clive Dunn were three of the others. But who were the other two actors to appear in every episode of Dad's Army? How was that? Quite a gentle start this time, I think. So on to round two, which is our marathon, or Phil Rouge round, which asks questions connected to previous episodes of our podcast. Don't worry if you're a new listener. 
you can probably have a decent stab at most of these, with the possible exception of the first question. So let's play. Question 1. In our recent Christmas special episode, why did I miss Christmas completely in 1976? Question 2. In our episode about the $6 million man from February 2023, which mythical creature did Steve Austin meet in a number of episodes? So which mythical creature did Steve Austin meet in a number of episodes? Question 3. We looked at how Britain saw Australia through the lens of TV in May 2022, as well as the obvious figures of Skippy and, dare I say, Rolf Harris. We remembered a drama set in the Albert Memorial Hospital in Sydney. What was it called? Question 4. In an episode from September 2021, we looked at the antique evaluation show Going for a Song. And who was the antiques expert who featured in the show? So who was the famous antiques expert who featured in Going for a Song? And question 5. The Battle of the Butlers, which was released in August 2023, pitted upstairs downstairs against Downton Abbey. But looking back, what were the names of the butlers in each programme? And by that I mean the, the main butler character in each programme. And we're at halfway already. How are you doing? If it's going really badly, I suggest pressing the pause button and getting yourself another drink. I'll just give you a moment to do that and have another sip of my wine. Hmm. Very nice still. OK, let's go on to round three. And this round combines our famous spin the wheel round with our equally famous name that tune round. It's very simple. I'll spin the wheel, and once it's alighted on a year, I'll then tap that year into our AI-powered digital theme tune generator, which will then give us five theme tunes from shows which began in that year. All clear? No, I thought I thought not, but anyway, just give it a go, make the best of it. And so, let's spin the wheel. And it's landed on 1972. So let me fire up the AI-powered digital theme tune generator and tap in 1972. And let's see what we get. Are you ready? Then here's theme tune one. Streets and houses, rainbow climbing high. Everyone can see it smiling over the sky. Paint the whole world with a rainbow. And if you don't get that one right, I think you need to seriously consider your quizzing abilities. And here's theme two.
And number three. I'm sure that's familiar to many of you. So how about this one, which might be a little bit trickier? Finally, for theme tune five, here's another one that I hope most of you will know. And so we're at our final round already. And this is our general round called TV Times, which could cover anything from 1970s TV trivia. Good luck. And here we go. On record breakers, what were the names of the twin brothers who were presenters of the show, but also created the Guinness Book of Records? Question two. Which show featured the soup dragon? Question three. In the Geordie drama, when the boat comes in, or when the bird comes in, as it was known to me and my friends, who played Jessie Ashton alongside her real-life husband, James Bolam, who played the lead character, Jack Ford? Question four. The short-lived comedy series, Birds in the Bush, which was set in a remote Australian property and featured Hugh Lloyd as an English water diviner, trying to teach seven nubile young women the ways of the world, I'm not making this up, this really was a programme. It was written by a famous British television comedy writer. Who was it? Who wrote Birds in the Bush? And question five. Bernard Cribbins holds the record for the number of appearances on Jack and Ori, with an incredible 111 stories. But who appeared in 69 episodes to be in second place? So who was second place in the all-time appearance record for Jack and Ori? And that brings us to the end of another quiz. How did you do? Well, before we get to the answers, let's go back to last time's bonus question, which was about Lou Grade's ITC Studios. And I asked you, what does ITC stand for? And the answer was Incorporated Television Company, which is a fairly dull and straightforward answer, but not an obvious one. Well done if you got that one. And now let's go on to this week's bonus question. In the Hanna-Barbera animated version of the Harlem Globetrotters, what was the name of the team's manager, who also drove the team bus, and also looked after the team's mascot, a dog called Dribbles? 
So in the cartoon version of the Harlem Globetrotters, what was the name of the team's manager, who also drove the team bus and looked after the team's mascot, Dribbles? Do you know that one? If you do, or if you want to share your score, choice of drink, or, well, anything else related to the quiz, drop me a line to quiz at my70stvchildhood.com. Right, time to move on to our answers. So let's go to round one, our stupid boy round. Question one, who played the U-boat captain in the famous episode? Don't tell him your name, Pike. It was Philip Maddock. Question two, what part did Frank Williams play? Frank Williams played the vicar, Reverend Timothy Farthing. Question three, what was Pike's mother's name? And it was Mavis, Mavis Pike. Question four, Pike avoided being conscripted into the regular army because he failed his medical by being allergic to corned beef. Question five. Ian Lavender, one of the six cast members who appeared in every episode of Dad's Army. So it's him, Arthur Lowe, John the Missourier, and Clive Dunn. But who were the other two actors to appear? It was Arnold Ridley and John Laurie. Two memorable character actors. Round two. In our recent Christmas episode, Why Did I Miss Christmas Completely in 1976? I had glandular fever and was in bed throughout the whole festive period. Question two. Which mythical creature did Steve Austin meet in a number of episodes of The Six Million Dollar Man? And it was Bigfoot, or Sasquatch, um, who turned out to be an alien from another galaxy or something like that. Uh, My memory's a bit vague on that one. Question three. Which drama was set in the Albert Memorial Hospital in Sydney? It was The Unforgettable Young Doctors. So The Young Doctors. And who was the antiques expert who featured in Going for a Song for question four? That was Arthur Negus. And in Upstairs, Downstairs and Downton Abbey, what were the names of the butlers in each programme? Mr Hudson or Mr Hudson, as Mrs Bridges used to say, and Mr Carson. So Mr Hudson and Mr Carson. On to round three in our theme tunes. So the first one, and anybody that didn't get this one should really hang their head in shame, was Rainbow. Second one, a bit more adult in current affairs, was Weekend World, the Sunday political discussion programme. Theme tune three was Crystal Tips and Alistair, which I think it was written in some kind of drug-induced haze, given the subject matter. Question four, little trickier. This was Arthur of the Britons, if you remember that, which was a, a sort of trendy, updated version of the King Arthur legend. And question five, another one which I hope you all got, was Are You Being Served? All right, on to our TV Times round. On Record Breakers, what were the names of the twin brothers who created the Guinness Book of Records? That was Ross and Norris McWhirter. Question two, which show featured the soup dragon? It was the Clangers. And I won't try and do a Clangers impression because I'll just embarrass myself. And for question three, in When the Boat Comes In, who played Jesse Ashton? It was Susan Jameson. Question four. Who wrote the short-lived and pretty disastrous comedy series Birds in the Bush? That was written by David Croft, who um, wrote it without Jimmy Perry, and it was generally reckoned to be quite a disaster and one of the worst things he was ever involved in. So well done if you got that one. And question five. Who 
holds second place in the all-time record with 69 episodes of Jack and Ori. It's Kenneth Williams. So there we are. I hope you enjoyed this week's quiz. It's been great to have you take part, and I hope you'll join us again for our next podcast in a week's time and our next quiz in a fortnight. Take care. Don't forget to like, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And join us again soon for more from My 70s TV Childhood and the My 70s TV Childhood Quiz.